Welcome to One Sweet Dream, a podcast where we explore the dream that was and is the Beatles. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Diana. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, I'm thrilled I'm to have so you. I'm so excited to learn, and I just can't wait to hear about what this podcast is all about. Excellent. What's it about? <laughs> Okay, well, I called the podcast One Sweet Dream because obviously that's what the Beatles were, One Sweet Dream that came true. But more importantly, I like the idea of the dream because it's the concept they refer to often. You know, it, it's a coded word like walrus that only they knew. And perhaps even to them, it was undefined, you know, like a, a feeling or a state of being or a state of utopia or a utopian vision. But whatever it was, it had great meaning to them. And the dream was about the Beatles because when they broke up in 1970, John Lennon declared the dream was over. But it was only a few years later when they reconciled that he was singing that he believed again and that he was dreaming away, suggesting that, you know, the dream never really died. And I think there is more than a little magic in the dream, you know, like it was written in the stars. Apparently when Lennon and McCartney met, they had the same dream at the same time, like the same night of finding gold, which sounds spookily prophetic. They were great believers in dreams and they mined them for inspiration. And, you know, being the beautiful lunatics they were, they even believed that they could enter each other's dream. They were great romantics, the Beatles, and uh, they were more in love with the dream than anyone. So for me, the dream is the Beatles and it's the Beatles story. And giving encompasses all that they were and created in the world. So my objective is to study the dream and to develop a more modern nuanced take, moving our understanding forward. Great. Yeah, because the Beatles will go down in history as some of the most important and influential artists of the 20th century. You know, the, the music and cultural scene of the 60s was so incredible, and yet the Beatles are increasingly separating from the pack because they were that extraordinary. And, and besides that, their story is such an epic tale. It has friendship and rivalry and love and war and fame and feuds and heartbreak and reconciliations, like all the stuff of legendary stories. And the players themselves, the Beatles, are such brilliant, flawed, complex, compelling characters that I don't know, how could you not be sucked into their story, right? you know? I mean, I don't know, because it's certainly a well that I fell into a long time ago. And the, the good news is the more I dig into the story, the more interesting it gets. And so I think they are worthy of deeper investigation. And it's really important to get the story right. And the story is not right right now. It's, it's a much more nuanced, complex story than we understand. But according to historians, now is the time to be digging into their story. Why? Why is that? I mean, aren't there so many books already written about this topic? Yeah, I, I mean, it's true. People always say, don't we already know everything there is to know about the Beatles? And um, 
<laughs> yeah, we know a lot, but I often think of this quote by Cynthia Lennon, who said this about the Beatles story. She said, an awful lot of it is factually right, but emotionally wrong. But, you know, if the emotional story is wrong, then, you know, we don't really have much of a story, right? right. I mean, that's everything, right? That's, absolutely, that's everything. So, you know, time to dig a little deeper. And it's only now that we have the distance and objectivity to tell their story properly. You know, before people were just too too influenced by the cultural context. There was too many biases, too many people with big egos that were creating the narrative. And some of the core elements of the narrative were created at the height of the breakup. And it means the story is inherently flawed. Mm -hmm. And there are so many tropes and truisms that need to be challenged. They're just, they're outdated. And uh, we have so much new information that needs to be taken into account. So um, I just think that there is a much better story to tell for each of the Beatles and the Beatles as a whole. And no author should be the gatekeeper to their story. Everyone has their biases. And some of the old school authors are still protecting the old story, you know, with all their might. I think we need some new perspective. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, this is what I intend to do. And I also intend to continue with my investigation into the Lennon-McCartney partnership because I believe it's been outrageously underinvestigated and deserves further exploration. Their, their partnership was such a critically important element to the Beatles' success. It's also one of the most wildly fascinating creative relationships in history. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think their story has been greatly diminished and to some extent erased in favor of other stories. But an extraordinary story is still there and, and I think it deserves to be told. Why do you think their story hasn't been properly told? Well, uh, you know, um, because we almost didn't have the right terminology or the right yeah. understanding to talk about it. You know, like it's not a romance and it's not a working relationship. It's really, it really is in a, a gray zone that we almost don't have the vocabulary uh, and the understanding to talk about it. But it definitely is worth exploration because we all want to be more creative. It can inform our lives. Plus, it's an amazing story. Uh, and we definitely have a lot more terminology now than we did back then. Right, like an openness to explore it that yeah. maybe we didn't mm -hmm. like 50 years. I mean, I think the Beatles themselves did. They had an openness to it. But yeah. I think the people But the world, I think, wanted to see things far more linearly than they do exactly. now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like Derek Taylor, the press agent, once called the Beatles the 20th century's greatest romance. And I think in some ways they really are. Like it's both the, the romance between the Beatles and the world. Like we fell in love with them, they fell in love with us. Yeah. They were in love with their music, we were in love with their music. So that's the romance. But I think there's also a great romance between and among the Beatles themselves that is really fascinating to look at and study. Anyways, this is what I intend to do. I intend to dig deeply into all of these subjects with a few recurring series and with the help of a few regular superstar contributors such as yourself <laughs> but also uh professors writers musicians directors and actors advertising people and psychologists and of course also my collaborators from another kind of mind in fact phoebe and i will continue to work on some new episodes for the breakup series uh, as well as some additional uh non-breakup series episodes so, and so I have a lot of new things planned. So tell me about what you have planned. Okay, there will be the Down the Rabbit Hole series where we drill down deeply, perhaps too deeply into specific subjects, you like say. the breakup. 
which is a hole from which someday I hope to emerge. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, we will go deeply and come up with a greater understanding of the, that subject. So that's one of the series that will be ongoing. Then there will be the song series, where we explore various songs in the Beatles or solo Beatles discography. Because again, I think it's really important to be looking at the music itself. And then there will be the artist series, where we explore the biographies, the artistry, the influence of the Beatles or the solo Beatles. And then there will be the Day Tripper series, where we talk about anything else that we think deserves to be talked about, you know. Spanish stuff or important stuff, like important people in the Beatles world, or authors we like, or authors we hate, or myths in the Beatles world that drive us crazy, or particular periods that we want to drill into, or Beatles fashion hits and misses. Mullets. Mullets, mustaches, (laughs) um, beards, uh, any, any of the important stuff. So these are the subjects that I intend to look into. And and so how does all this tie in with Another Kind of Mind? I'm still a part of Another Kind of Mind and we will continue to collaborate both there and here. So we'll just have a lot more content. Great, great. Well, I can't wait. Me neither. All right, here we go. Here we go.
SW.